For those who know me well, you know that I need my sleep. You'd be hard pressed to find me out with friends or at a social gathering late at night. Because for me, sleep is a priority. Sure, as time goes on and my responsibilities increase in life, that sleep is eventually going to be a thing of the past. And for many people today, having the time to sleep for a full night's rest is simply a luxury. So when we do have the time to sleep, we need to get it right. A good night's rest can really impact your drive, focus, and all-around energy levels when it comes to being productive or incorporating consistent habits. In fact, people today are desperate for a good night's rest. Our minds are constantly working, anxieties in full swing, unable to turn off our racing thoughts. In the past few years alone, the internet has exploded with services and apps offering a new form of meditation, deep sleep meditation practices. People are willing to do and pay whatever it takes to get some sleep. And just like all of the tips we've explored so far, you better believe that Islam offers in-house services free of charge. So let's fast forward to the late evening when you're just beginning to widen down for the day. The Prophet ﷺ would recite a set of evening athkar, or remembrances in the form of Qur'anic verses and du'a. When you take a few minutes every evening to sit down and recite these with mindfulness, you train your brain to slow down. And to be honest, the list of prophetic dhikr that you can recite at night can keep you busy and work alone to get your mind in sleep zone. But the Prophet peace be upon him didn't stop there. Just think about the way the Qur'an and Prophet talk about the night. They approach it with a holistic mentality. Allah made the night for us to find that peace and serenity. It's not a time for us to lapse into bad habits prevalent in our society today, like, you know what, watching TV, binging on TikTok videos, or staying up chatting with friends. The desire to do so is almost innate in most of us today, which makes the Prophet's precedent even more relevant. He actually delayed praying Isha before going to sleep. And once he was done with Salah, he disliked speaking after it. Think about what that looks like for us today. Imagine having just spent a few minutes quietly doing your athkar. Then, when you're ready to call it a night, you spend your time in quiet prayer. You actively avoid talking afterward when your mind, having been able to meditate for several minutes, has stopped racing. And on that note, you slip into bed reciting a few short verses from the Qur'an before falling asleep. What's incredible about all of this is that it doesn't only get you in the zone to sleep, but you also fall asleep with the most important thing on your mind remembering God, and at the same time, your purpose for that day and the next day to follow. And you know what's even more inbuilt in the whole framework that is Islam? The fact that we have to rise before sunrise to pray once again. And while most of us end up sleeping super late and going back to sleep after Fajr, that's not really the point. We have a framework that actually has our day end in the late evening and begin in the early morning. And when you actually follow that model, you've got the perfect sleep schedule. It's not easy, but when you get into the habit of incorporating these prophetic practices and adjust your sleep, your day is so much more fulfilling. And I'll end with one very practical tip. Put your phone on airplane mode at least 30 minutes before you sleep. Even better, do it before you pray or recite your athkar. Because there's one very easy way to destroy the calm that comes with these habits, and that's exposing ourselves to all of the stress and hypnotizing things that are on our phones. And then when you're up early for salah, you won't be tempted to check all your messages before praying. It might sound impossible to you now, but give it a shot just once or twice, and you won't need anyone to convince you otherwise.